Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Football's over, everybody. We can we can move on now. Hey now. Oh, I forgot it again. Damn it. I got everything except the slide. Can you believe it? It's, uh, this is what happens when you uh, try to uh, do things during uh, football playoffs, right? You're going to inevitably forget something. So welcome back to another episode of The Pucknologist, the only completely live, unfiltered, unedited, uncensored, commercial-free Sharks podcast wrapping up the week in Sharks Hockey, part of Teal Town, USA. Remember, if this is your first time here to check out the cast, hit like and subscribe on the platform of your choosing. Leave your takes in the comment section if you're not with us in the live chat. And remember, every episode this season, we're giving away some goodies. And God damn it, we're giving away two again this week. <laughs> There's your teaser. Oh, I'm telling you. But we're on all the social media platforms, so make sure you hit us up there. And uh, if you want to help keep us commercial-free, you can always use a Super Chat option or, better yet, Venmo at Teal Town USA. Thank you so much for that. Let's go here. The Sharks are 2-2-1 two, two in their last five. And you're thinking, hey, that's not horrible. Another way to say that is they're 2-14-1 in their last 17. So... Eh, you know, glass half full, glass half empty. That glass needs to be a different fucking size. Who knows? <clears throat> this week we got shutouts, shootouts. We even got a shout out. And <laughs> we got another number retirement. We got another jersey leak. And Couture and Sturm finally return. So, all right. What do you want to hit first? I mean, that that Buffalo game, that shutout, you're just kind of like, yeah, that, 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 uh, that tracks. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we spoke about it. I think we spoke about it last week. I think it might have been um, where it's like historically the Sharks don't do well uh, in Buffalo. And I know there was a while where that sort of tr expectation went away. And since since the Sharks have been missing the playoffs, it's kind of come back a little bit where as bad as Buffalo is, like they'll kind of blitz the Sharks when it's in Buffalo. And we saw exactly that. I mean, that was a factor. Obviously, weather, travel, delayed the game. That was all a factor. Um, so not to, you know, make excuses for the worst NHL team maybe ever. But, you know, there were a lot of factors and a lot of considerations here to where I say, 3-0 loss against Buffalo, eh, yeah, all right, whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, and and Buffalo, Buffalo is one of those teams where I just, I think they're the victims of having to play against the Eastern Conference, like, as much as they do. Like, I feel like if there was some weird universe where Buffalo was in the Western Conference, I feel like they would make the playoffs every year. <laughs> Eh, not bad. Well, the other thing, too, is if you think about it, though, everybody going to be paying attention to the Sabres now after today. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> I'm just saying. And Sharks last saying, uh, I want to know how AJ looks in the Aloha shirt because I wasn't wearing it at the game last night because it's too it's just too small. 
you know, that's, I love. Let, some me, of the, let me guess. They had medium and XL. H- how did you know? <laughs> it's almost as if they do that every single time. <sighs> yeah. It drives me crazy. It's like, I like a shirt that, you know, that can breathe a little bit. I don't want it to fit like a sausage casing. Well, not only that, but like, you know, I obviously <laughs> double you know, XL would not kill you. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I know me personally, like I'm a large person, you know, you are a large person. Like we're just large people. And so, yeah, uh, like, we need something to, for the six foot two crowd. eh? right. Like, to not <laughs> like and, and my big thing is like, you know, like, do you know how many shirts giveaway and regular um, that fit me really well? But because I am a large person, they're just they're not long enough. Right. Uh, and then you keep pulling it down and then it stretches out weird. And so, and it's the same thing with the giveaways, right. Where, you know, I, I, I think you can make an extra large fit, but you know, it's just like, it, it's not the right size in the right places, you know? Oh dude, it's uh, you know what? I'm going to have to, uh, you know, you can see the shirt behind me. I'm going to have to uh, send it over to uh use checks wife and see what you can come up with. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but the um the PK got uh, just victimized again and uh the PK record for this Buffalo game over their last 5 they were 4 for 8 but over their last 10 they'd killed 16 out of 25. It's just it's insane that that used to be the calling card. The one thing the Sharks mm-hmm. could hang their hat on and and this season has just become abysmal. And then pointed out in the game it's their 44th game and it's the Sharks scored one or less goals for the 23rd time. More than half. And you're going, oh, Couture and Sturm can't get back soon enough. But <clears throat> really, are they the ones that are, uh, you know, are they? Obviously, you're going to say that this this team will probably pick up a couple more wins with those guys in rather than out. But still, they're not exactly dynamos at uh, lighting the lamp. Well, that and that's the thing, like those two guys coming back, which is a good thing. You know, you want you always want your best players in the lineup as much as you can, obviously. And, and you know, those guys are two really important guys. But it, it's not as if like, oh, the tide's turning, like here comes the playoff push. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think you're right. You'll see, you know, had had neither of them been able to return this year, I think we would see a few less wins, a few less goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, the finale is going to be exactly the same, which is, as I said at the top, the worst NHL team maybe ever. And <laughs> where I give the Sharks a lot of credit, specifically in relation to Couture and Sturm, is you look at the game last night against the Anaheim Ducks, you know, a win, obviously. But aside from the decision, that was a fun game. Like a legitimate thriller. There was action. There were goals. It was everything you wanted, you know, except for the Sharks winning, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if if Couture and uh, Sturm coming back are going to give us more games like that uh, and then just fall short of the victory, I kind of think that's what's best for business at this point in time. Absolutely. I mean, dude. <laughs> Uh, Bird, <laughs> but well, I was gonna say, Bird saying had always imagined you being a shorter guy. No, in fact, uh, I, I believe Jerk has uh, at least an inch on me, and he's taller too. <laughs> uh, here comes the push for twenty seventh. If uh, the way that um, Quinn kind of lost his shit earlier, I think it was this week when somebody asked him, like, you know, 
were you paying attention to the draft? And he's like, yeah, don't remind me about those three wins last year <laughs> towards the end of the deal. It's like, oh. And The Athletic ran a story, I believe, earlier this week where it kind of hit, it went down like the 10 teams, the 10 worst teams. And, you know, mm-hmm. kind of just giving a snapshot where they're at what they're looking for over the next five, you know, where do, where do you see yourself in five years? That kind of a deal. And so, what's funny is the Sharks couldn't even finish first in that list. It, it was the Blackhawks. <laughs> the Sharks were second. I'm like, God damn it. So a couple of things. First of all, <laughs> uh, I believe if you put us next to each other, you might be taller than me than – it's very marginal. Oh. Like you, you are barely taller than me. Oh, um, but again, you know, you shouldn't. Uh, you know, I. I, I <laughs> Either way, you, man, float something for the uh, over six foot crowd, people. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, the the over six foot crowd, the uh, people who wear sizes that uh, larger than a size large. Yep. Um, you know, <clears throat> uh, the the second thing, and and there's no real merit to this comment, but it's just it made me think of a joke we make all the time. You're talking about, you know, this ranking the 10 worst teams and all this kind of stuff. And my immediate thought, total scatterbrain, was uh, how many uh, how many teams miss the playoffs every year? 16. Okay, put out a 16 worst teams article. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, don't, I just it's really, really unfortunate if you ask me that the Sharks are terrible, like god awful, right? And like it just feels like as a as a supporter as a fan like we can never have anything like oh the sharks are historically terrible as i've said twice now maybe the worst nhl team ever and it's like nope anaheim sucks chicago sucks montreal sucks and it's just like god like can we have anything <laughs> well you know chicago I mean? well yeah and but chicago has won games without bedard that is true <laughs> and 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 you know there's some uh you know there are, there are some conversations in some circles, uh, depending on the way things go the next three and a half fish months of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, perchance Brock Faber could work his way into being the front runner for the Calder Trophy. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of chatter about that on NHL radio. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Molasses coming in. I'm taller than both AJ and Jerk. That's a win. Okay, yeah. c- dude, calm down, Bunyan, Mister Bunyan. Mr. I was going to say, Mr. I Paul think, Bunyan. I think if I were, if if, if I were, uh, if I were still single and I was firing up the dating apps, I think it would. I think I would put six one, but I'm probably closer to six feet, six feet and half an inch thereabouts. Well, and molasses is like six five. So. I was going to say molasses is a is a tree. We yeah. should call him, call him, All right, lurch, chill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Taco Cruiser. So yeah, you know, Batman wants. Should I do that? Chicago. Really? Should I go in the Discord? This is a question for the chat. Should I go in the Discord? Change change molasses's nickname to Lurch, and then and then disable users being able to change their nicknames. Well, can, yeah, can we? Uh, we have to get a um, a poll going in the. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna have to have a conference about that. Yeah, um, but anyway, the Sharks get shut out for the seventh time this season. By the way, most in the NHL, their sixth time in the Love road, that. and the six it's road shutouts huge. <laughs> match the most in franchise history. Oh. It- Ian pointing out a good point as well. Landy is also a tree. Yes. Yes, he is. I think he's about 6'5". 
Yeah, Landy is a tree, which shocked me because you know you six, do the four. you do the podcast and it's like, oh yeah, that's Landy, right? And then you see him in person, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I remember he uh, he came by for a visit at one point, came into the bar that I was working at, <laughs> spinning at in the mall. Jesus Christ, I'm you know, did you hit your head on the door coming in? <laughs> like, <laughs> calm down, buddy. Uh, I didn't look up the goalies for those six shutouts. I wish I would have, but anyway, um. The most interesting part, of course, of the Buffalo game was Hetty. Hetty can go in full Remenda in the post game. Check it out. You want to look for excuses, look for excuses. But you're a professional at this level. And your attitude says everything every day. The details of the way you play the game means everything. And the way you try to show up for your teammates means everything. And if you want to be a pro at this level, those are the things that you have to lead with. That's the bare minimum. And so for me, a little bit I'm fired up today because it bothers me when you start to see the same things coming from the same players over and over again where that consistency is not there. And it's really the things that you can control, which is your body language and your attitude. And those are the things that left them completely here in the second, third, and they got exactly what they deserve today, which is a 3 nothing shutout. I was so waiting at the end of that for Randy to just look at him and go, so, Hedy, I've really enjoyed working with you. I hope you enjoy your time in Edmonton. <laughs> I, You know, I think that last comment, I think, is, for me, probably the most cutting, is they got what they deserve today. And I feel like that's kind of been, I mean, honestly, that's probably been the team mantra since the season began was, we got what we deserved. Like <laughs> how many times and how many times have we gone over the fact that, you know, what say what you want about the goaltending, say what you want about the defense. Like this is the, you know, in terms of like the forward depth and all that kind of stuff, this is the best that it's been in five years. And to see, despite that fact, the worst bit of goal scoring we've seen in five years, like it, it, it sort of leaves you down the path of questioning desire questioning work ethic questioning attitude right yeah and so i halfway through the season right and so i think brett saying you know i think brett saying the sharks got what they deserve today like that's like the perfect cutting statement to make and i think it's really i think it's kind of like what people like us and like fans and everything like that have like been been thinking for a while you know well and the thing that gets me as well is the the fact that i remember quinn at the beginning of the season for during camp, I, was like, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people. Evident, I, I mean, I evidently, dude, I'm surprised how bad they suck. Like, I didn't, I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to be, you know, two stretches of double-digit losses bad. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, the, like, Quinn is technically correct. Like, I am surprised by what we're seeing. Like, worst, like, I 32nd in the standings, that would not have surprised me. But the road there? <laughs> right. Yeah. Pretty fucking bumpy, dude. <laughs> well, that is San Jose, dude. Try not hitting a pothole. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they did get one point out of Chicago in a shootout loss, but man, that was uh that was bad. And, you know, Duclair did get uh scratched for, you know, dragging ass in that game. Where, I mean, cuz uh, Hetty all but called him out. Can I, Okay, really? <laughs> I, I want to I just thought of something, and I feel I need to make a comment. Okay, because I have a comment for Tiger, and then go ahead. So we, oh, man, we. 
I'm just I'm I'm you know what? I'm gonna save my comment because I think I was wrong. So go okay. ahead. Okay. So <laughs> Tyga Tyga saying Hedekin on the radio with Ruzanowski is the best radio duel in the league, and I'll fight people over that. I completely concur with you. I wish he was always on the radio and Remendo was always on TV. I so, think I think Ruzi brings out the best in Hedekin and Han and Remenda bring out the best in each other. They ju there's just a chemistry there that cannot be duplicated. Even uh, even Baker tried and I thought he was marginally successful, but there's just, you know, those guys work together for so damn long. They just have a chemistry that works. You know, it's interesting talking about radio. I, I'm curious to know your thoughts about this. Uh, do you know that? So yes, I've LA, heard of radio. The So the LA Kings, prior to this season, they, they completely gassed their radio team. Like the Sharks. And, uh, well, no. Oh, they're, oh, I see what you're saying. They so got they rid of their have, broadcasters. So, yeah, so they're, they have a play-by-play -play and a color person, and the commentary that they provide is simulcast on the radio and television. Oh, which is, I'm, I, I don't know that that would work for the sharks, but I, I've, that's I found that chintzy, to be interesting. That's a chintzy cost cutting move, my man. Yeah. And I've, I've thought that was interesting. I did. Okay. I did, I did research the point I wanted to make. So completely unrelated, but it is relevant to the Anaheim game. So you recall the comment I made a week ago, about a certain player getting a contract extension if they scored a goal. <laughs> Did you see how in the Anaheim game they massacred my boy and <laughs> took his goal away? <sighs> it happens, man. <laughs> I just they needed, massacred I needed my that. boy. <laughs> I needed to say that before I forgot. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the bad thing, of course, about the Chicago game as well is that Granlin took a hit early in the third. He's going to be out. I mean... They're saying day-to-day -day seems more like week-to-week. -week. Uh, yeah, well, you know, there are seven days in a week. Right. So, I mean, technically. It just, that sucks. Again, going back to the comment earlier about being exciting and being thrilling and all this kind of stuff. Like, Granlin, I think, was one of the few guys this season who was legitimately fun and interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. And so now that he's banged up, it's kind of like... It, uh, again, it goes back to the point of, like, can we never... Like, can we not... Can we never have anything... You know well, I mean? Yeah, can we not have one game with the full roster we intended? Right. Like I, I, I don't know the, I don't know the data, but it wouldn't at all surprise me if, after it's all said and done, the Sharks are miles in the lead of like man games lost to injury. Oh, absolutely. I think they're, I think they are at this point. Right. So, and now with Grandlin at, and there's another game tomorrow, people. <laughs> Plenty of opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of opportunity to lose someone else. Man, that's a 7.30 game. Oh, do I tell the old boss, hey, I got to leave early, fly down 15 and get there? <laughs> um, let's see. But uh, it, it's one of maybe three games this season, by the way, that Chicago one where the Sharks actually outshot, uh, outshot the other team. They led in almost every category, but still a loss. It's fine. And what was it? Dude, how many? It was, uh, what, Zets, LeBanc, Hurdle, Hoffman, Cunning, Eklund, Thrun, Barabanov, Zadina. Only LeBanc out of that. If you would have told me that out of that group, only LeBanc is putting it in the net, I would have been bullshit. Are you talking about in the shootout? Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, see, this is the this is the really kind of shitty thing about it is LeBanc, LeBanc's success rate in the shootout has not been the best the last couple of years. But 
I feel like he keeps getting opportunities in the shootout. And now him getting that goal, I feel like kind of <laughs> it, it sort of resets his uh, shootout equity, if you will, where it's like, oh, he scored that one big goal. We got to keep rolling him out, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> of course. And so anyway, and then you have the game last night, <laughs> a, a victory, a rare victory. But hello, you got your captain back finally after, mm-hmm. what, 45 games? Yeah. Nico Sturm finally comes back. And uh, go look at the stats, dude. Couture had the best stats in the dot last night. Mo- you, most no, success. You know, the last time Couture miffed, had missed half the season, they went to the final that year, AJ. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but, dude, I mean, you talk about a nervous stat. Two shots on goal in the first against well, Anaheim? Yeah, and the fact that the fact that Anaheim had 12, too, right? I've seen it. And I, I'm just like, I, I give the Sharks a lot of props in this game because, you know, there were, I mean, you look like classic scores and then bang, look home right back. And then, you know, Zetterlin, you get that two goal lead, boom, Henrique right back, Ruta, and then boom, McTavish. So like, it seemed like the Ducks consistently had an answer for the Sharks. And what I really appreciated about this game, especially to your point, it was pretty close to a full lineup, is... There was no point where like they were rattled and they were like, oh, fuck, now we're only down by one instead of two. We had need to completely implode like <laughs> they battled. They battled back. They played smart. Every time Anaheim made it close, the Sharks pushed it out again. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know obviously winning is not the ultimate goal for this season, but, you know, you need to have things to go off of and things to look forward to. Right. And so seeing this Sharks team with admittedly a lot of guys who aren't going to be here next year, but still some guys that will to see that battle back, I think is really important for growth and development. Well, and Jesse's saying the first half of that game was unwatchable. Dude, I was there. I completely concur. Well, you know, I, I, I think <laughs> I started I think walking around the concourse saying hi to some friends. <laughs> here's the, but here's the thing though. The Sharks could have won this game a hundred to zero and people still would have been watching the Niners game. Let's be real. I, dude, I didn't, yeah, you know what? I had forgotten about that. Because <laughs> literally, the Niners game concluded. I was wa- I was watching with Ryan, our buddy. The Niners game concluded, and I'm like, oh, the Sharks are playing. <laughs> so yeah. I like went went back, saw what I missed, and well, Lacey coming in. I appreciated about the game is that the teams waited for the Niners game to end before they started doing anything. Absolutely, that <laughs> dude. That would, wouldn't wouldn't you been like a little pissed if you like flipped from the Niners game? over to the Sharks, and it was like 6-2, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck happened, right? But instead you went over there, and it's like, oh, oh, they haven't started yet. Fantastic. So I'm curious to know, obviously you were there, Did was there any kind of mention about the victory at all on the screen? Uh, For the Niners? Yeah. Uh, You mean in the bowl? Correct. Uh, I don't know because I wasn't in the bowl when it happened. I was <laughs> I was on the concourse with a bunch of Niner fans. Because when it got down to the nitty gritty, we were all kind of nail biting it. Well, yeah. And, and I, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I I was looking at the stats, you know, on, on the old Apple watch there. It's no, uh, no free ads. And, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, as for those who don't know, I've been going through a, uh, a uh, health uh, revolution, if you will, you know, dieting and exercising and the like. So over the last seven months, my, you know, my heart rate has, has gone down. It's gone to more appropriate levels, but 
you know, the heart rate during the game last night was more close to like where it was pre-diet. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Take it down <laughs> a level, buddy. The, 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 the iPhone health app is going to start screaming at me again if I don't chill. <laughs> well, I almost, you know, at one point we thought about putting it on the phone to yeah. watch the game. And I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. Then I'll never, you know, that that won't bode well for me. I'll get sucked into it. But uh, there, was I mean, so, there was. Sometimes it's nice to just like, you know, let it let it conclude in the background you know yeah, what i mean exactly but there was a good amount of people rocking niners swag and of course uh good. i did uh, see somebody rocking one of my uh niner custom jerseys <laughs> Love that's that. awesome Love did you that. know who the person was oh absolutely the, uh, oh, okay. oh dude her her uh husband uh-huh. that's the guy who won the contest a couple weeks ago that i was like oh, oh i'll awesome. just i'm like oh i'll run into him i'll just give it to him Jimmy. <laughs> yeah uh, no, so. I, I think you'll know you've truly made it when you see one of your jerseys out in the wild and it's being worn by, like, a stranger, like someone you have no clue who they are. Yeah. But, like, that's when you'll have made it, I think. Well, I'm sure at some point the Sharks will, like, take one of my designs and go, you know what, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so, and we'll get to, we have a story about that, by the way. Um, but anyway, uh you know, not the best week for the Sharks, except for getting Couture and Stern back. But as I said, lost Granlin, uh, lost a couple of games. Uh, and then <laughs> they go through the fanfare of announcing an announcement, if you will. The Joe, J- yeah, Joe Thornton, his number is going to be retired next season. We don't know when because, you know, schedule's not out. Oh. So, of course, some of us have a vague idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we can kind of, you know, uh, but anyway, the, it, dude, I just thought it was just kind of fucked up that like they go through the announcement. They've got the logo and, um, you know, it was previously rumored to have been happening on February 24th. Uh, but obviously that info ranked as incorrect. But this announcement does give the Sharks a full year to sell merch. And some of which I want to say looks a scotch familiar. Does, does, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying the one on the right done five years ago, the one on the left put out last week. I'm not saying it's identical. I'm just saying uh, it seems a little influenced. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you throw a puck guy shirt. but uh (laughs) all the thornton stuff and what happens a jersey leak just (laughs) puts that fire right out so and you you know know oh go ahead i was just gonna say you know what really you know gave me a chuckle about the whole thing was uh you know we uh we have it we you know we know people who know people we know people's and um, one of people's was like, hey, you know, keep your ear to the ground. Something's going to happen, but don't say you heard it from me kind of thing. Well, sure. And then an hour later, fucking everybody on Twitter <laughs> is like, hey, hey, hey. And I'm like, all right. OK, cool. <laughs> if you don't know, <laughs> now, you know. Right. I, I thought that was funny. But, you know, I, I think like. We're, you know, no one here is dumb. Like we all knew this was coming, right? Well, and you're talking about the jersey or the the jersey, and specifically the fact that it's a black jersey. Well, yeah, I mean, well, and see that. Okay, here's my part of the story, which I think is just rather funny. I, you know, every week I put together 
you know, for those who want to know how the sausage is made when it comes to pucknologists, we have a running sheet that we do. Yeah. Let me let you know, (laughs) but you know, we have what we call the rundown things we're going to talk about has some notes and different things. And, and I had under like topics to talk about for this upcoming show. I was literally, uh, or I typed it in the day before all this shit dropped and I was putting down, um, you know, Doug Bentz all but confirmed a new third would be debuting this season in an interview just after the release of the Evolve jersey, right? And so we're beyond the holidays. We're over halfway through the season. And despite advertising that told fans, I don't know if you remember this, but the Sharks put out advertising in mid-October that says Halloween is the last day you can buy a stealth jersey. It, well, if you go to yeah. sharksproshop.com, they still have every size still available to buy. But well, it, that's w- like- it just, my point being is that I, I wrote, I, you know, I jotted this down because it's like, how do you not have this out before the holidays? Right. You know, and, and but then again, you know, maybe it's supply chain issues or whatever. But at the very least, I think you still could. Uh, I'm tr- I think it was Star Wars. Like the uh, who does Star Wars toys? I want to say that's Mattel. OK. Or maybe it's Kenner. I can't remember. But back in the late 70s or whatever, I remember because this was like a big this was kind of like the whole new Coke kind of a thing <laughs> <laughs> where there was this big story that how did a company handle a fuck up and sure. whether it was Kenner or Mattel, I can't remember. I don't know. Somebody can go Google it if they give a shit, but they, um, I guess they debuted a product or they, they, they ran ads for a product. I can't remember if it was like an action figure, a particular action figure or like an action figure stand or something. It was something that was very much in demand, uh, but they weren't going to have it in time for the holidays. So instead, they sold like basic, basically these cards. They're almost like IOUs. So you could pay for the item and like put that picture in your kid's stocking or whatever. And then it would be like, you know, February 2nd, you'll be able to go to the toy store and turn this in for that thing you want. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like they could do something like that if they know that, ah, oh, shit, supply chain issues, blah, blah, blah. We can roll out the New Jersey. We can show everybody what it looks like and the design components and put out cool videos and stuff and use the prototype, but, you know, still get some sales. So I don't know. Well, and I think kind of going back to what you said is like, it was very obvious, you know, the fact that, again, when has somebody ever, like, with regards to a pro sports team, Put a current jersey on discount. <laughs> Never. Exactly. And so you think, okay, the stealth jersey's on discount. Again, could it perhaps be that this might be going away? And now, obviously, that doesn't indicate that a new jersey is coming, but it indicates that a current jersey is going away. Yep. And as we know with sports, I mean, basketball is kind of the first one to do this where, you know, there's a jersey, you know, in basketball, there's a jersey for every day of the week, it feels like. But, <sighs> so you know, the so obviously the NHL, you know, it's kind of the standard operating procedure where everybody has at least three jerseys now. Some teams have four. And um, so, annoying. so 
it's easy to infer that something is coming. And so to your point, why not capitalize that on that and be like, oh man, like, hey, like some crazy shit's going to happen. And like, you got to be the first to get it. Like really kind of drum up that hype, you know, as opposed to just letting people speculate. Well, I do, I do give the sharks a lot of credit because it feels like as soon as the leak came out, it seemed like the sharks were kind of being tongue in cheek, like, oh, hey, you know, what are your thoughts on this, guys? And I just I wish that would have been done sooner, to your point. Well, and so you mentioned the leak. Dude, if if my math is correct, this is the fourth leak. Like heritage You're talking about like all time, you mean? Yeah, for the sharks. Like heritage got leaked. Yep. Um what was, oh God. What was I know there were the didn't stealth get leaked too? Um no, I don't believe I believe it was heritage. Um, Stadium Series, Reverse Retro 2, and, oh, I, wa- yeah. and I want to say the Evolve jerseys, I believe. Oh, yeah, the Evolve set got leaked. Yeah, forget about that. So anyway, it's just like, good God, man. Sharks, maybe just put it out quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I don't, Ke- Kevin's comment stands out to me. And mm, Which I, one? That this, one you're okay. about to click on. Uh, is now really the right time to release a new jersey when the NHL is downsizing back to only two jerseys per team next season. Could not agree with you more, but uh, it's also, I think, the case of certain things were put in motion. That's part of it. You know, you can't unring that bell. That's part of it. Also, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. There there are some people, not not anybody with the Sharks. This is from a different team. Um, But... There are some people that I've heard from where it's like we're doing this now because when Fanatics takes over the jerseys, we want to have an Adidas option. Ooh. Hmm. And that's just, and again, not the Sharks, and it's just one person who made this comment, but it is still something to think about. No, I feel you. Um, but yeah, it's like, dude, I can't remember the last time the Sharks had a new jersey that didn't leak. Um, but either way, word is that these will be worn during the last couple months. Uh, if the sharks follow their Thursday night thing, the first, pot- I'm already hearing that it's going to be sooner, but the first potential game would be February 29th versus Anaheim. Just be- and the only reason why I say that is because it is, if they follow the Thursday thing, that's the first Thursday home game. Um, but you know, there are, uh, what there's. Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, then Saturday, Monday, Saturday. Because it's still, uh, you know, it's it's still Thursday, Sunday home games, right? That's still the the uh, the way they do business. I thought it was just Thursday games, but occasionally they would whip it out for Friday, like on Black Friday or something. Yeah, I knew it. Well, I know, like historically, long, long, long time ago, it was Thursdays. Yeah. Um, and then authentic fan Thursday. Remember that? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Because I remember, like, like Thursdays, like, they got really serious about the Thursdays, like, back when Black Armor was the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then at some point, it became, like, around the time Stealth came out, actually, which is probably an Adidas thing. At some point, it became Thursday and Sunday. And now, I don't really know. I mean, I don't know that it's changed, so I guess it is still Thursday, Sunday. But, I mean, how often do the Sharks play at home on Sunday? Like, yeah. Like, Almost never, well, I would say. Yeah, but there was that stretch, though. Dude, was there a Sunday they didn't fucking play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, screwing up our schedule left and right. 
Um, Jesse pointing out too that you know, like the gray jerseys for the Cuda came in like day late and a dollar short, and now the store is overflowing with four hundred dollar pro stock that they can't move. I got to tell you, I was uh, I'm interested in buying one of those because I love that gray jersey, but yeah, four hundred dollars for an A. I'm sorry, AHL team. It's that's a little if three hundred I think is a better price point, but um, that's just yeah, me. but yeah, but 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 again, like that's that is fair market value for a pro stock jersey, and I I think it's a situation where the AHL is not as popular as the NHL, you know. Yeah, no, I feel you. Okay, see, Puck guy knows all this stuff. So the heritage leaked from Pure Hockey in San Jose. Uh, stadium did not leak. The stealth leaked from a store in Utah. That's starting to sound familiar. Then evolve from pure hockey. Why do I keep seeing pure hockey on here? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, I guess what we're calling currently the evolve stealth version, uh, you know, leaked from whoever that guy was. And then of course, aesthetics, aesthetics mm -hmm. giving, um, Giving Eric Teal Town USA a shout out in their latest video, nice. Yeah, didn't didn't give me a shout out when I told him that Stealth was going on hiatus, but whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> whatever. No but, ill know, will. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say that Puck guy is incorrect because that wouldn't be nice. But I do recall the Stadium Series jersey leaking. It might have been a day before it dropped. Yeah, uh, I kind of remember that as well. Because because I remember seeing. I remember seeing like a, a mock-up, like a render and telling my buddy, like telling my buddy, like, Oh, I hope that's not it. You know? And, uh, and they were like, yeah, it is. And then it ended up being it. But as, as we've talked about, you know, when we've done a couple Jersey shows in the past, like that Jersey has grown on me as time has passed. Absolutely. Um, bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But dude, I mean, f we're at like 14 different sharks Jersey designs. That's fine. Uh, I disagree. Okay. <laughs> it's like, good luck. I mean, how many different jerseys do the Detroit Red Wings have? Right. You know, right. it's just kind of like, how do you build? And I get it. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's about, you know, you want to refresh everything. <clears throat> Cha-ching. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but good Lord. Anyway, let's take a look at these things for Christ's sakes. We've been talking about it the whole time. So Carter Richard is the one who put the initial tweet out. Which, and, you know, it has a uh, tag, on, like you know, like a price tag or an item tag or whatever you call it with the UPC and all that stuff. So clearly this, you know, somebody cracked a box early. Yeah, you know. of course they did. And, yeah, which, which, let's be honest, dude, how does this not happen more often? Well, and and again, I don't want to speak for anybody, but I have heard of things being intentionally leaked to mm. kind of gauge the interest. Feel you. And and I'm just saying, again, not for nothing, but the photos of these jerseys, they do look a bit professional for being a leak. Because mm. think of, dude, 99 out of 100 leaks are some quick blurry photo from an iPhone. Well, like I this could... is like somebody laid this out. They smoothed it. They like got the right focus on it. Like I don't know a My little bit, but I the, the thing that gets me though is like you have the entire jersey and you don't leak the entire jersey. Maybe that's that's part of uh, you know tickling you know the ass with the feather. Someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's see. That's why uh, you know it does make me wonder. Like, is this some like guerrilla bullshit marketing kind of a thing? Because it's like. You obviously have the fucking jersey, 
I would bet money that it is. <sighs> anyway, uh, it's like I just don't. I mean, if you want all the all the goodies, all the clout, how do you not post a full picture? But uh, then the sharks. Uh, am I? Am are, we're not echoing? Okay, cool. Just making sure. Um, then the sharks, uh, you know, had a little fun with it. Said, you know, they tweeted out some other images of the new gear, and they're like, oh, you know, they didn't say we couldn't share this or whatever it was. Uh, it's, you know what's funny about that hmm. is, uh, so I was I was texting with a buddy of mine, and we were talking about uniforms and stuff, and specifically the gloves and the pants here. We were we were talking, and and I was saying I was like. You know, I was like, I love the, I love, you know, the all teal is fun, but I wish there was some more black, you know, to kind of break it up a little bit. And, and my buddy was like, well, you know, if they were to do black pants, I guess they could do it this way. And like described like a whole layout and whole process. And then the next day that picture of those pants comes out and it's exactly how he described it. Well, I mean, and these I, are. I, I wanted things. to ask him if he had the script or something. Well, they're they're almost identical to the the ones that they wore uh, for the uh, with the heritage jersey. Right, right, and and I believe the gloves are partially or mostly inspired from the Barracuda. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, what they wear with their, uh, I forget what their black jersey, what they refer to them as, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, let's take a look at what this thing is evidently going to look like based on the photos and what aesthetics showed uh evidently aesthetics has seen the entire thing and uh based on an email that went out to season ticket holders they're doing a state of the sharks event this thursday and mike greer and jonathan becker are going to be uh, taking questions but they are going to debut the uh, show off the new jersey which of course kind of had to at this point because you would have had everybody asking about it uh, should note in the in this photo rendering or mock-up whatever you want to call it um the collar, that real thin line at the top is also, should be also teal if you want to get like super duper pedantic. Um, I'm not a fan of this. Mm. I think, I mean. Well, let me, let me show you why I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, do your thing. Here, here are the ideas that I have that I think could have done better. Okay. What do you think? Well, if you're asking me to pick between the two, I would prefer the one on the right. That's fine. But between these two and then what the potential mock-up is, like, to me, the difference is marginal. I think I actually like the thick stripe along with the little thin stripes. Um, I, I, I actually, I mean, the thing is, like, a mock-up is so hard to go off of. You exactly. Know what I mean? But I, I think just looking at this, I think I like it. I mean... It goes without saying. I like it more than Black Armor. Um, I think I like it maybe a little bit more than the Stealth jersey, which I was one of the few to like the Stealth jersey, which I think says a lot. So I, I don't hate it. I actually quite like it. And I think when we see it in person, I think it's going to win a lot of people over. See, my my favorite Black jersey, it's always going to be the first one. I always like the Chevron striping. Well, that's the right answer, of course. But, <laughs> but I mean, dude, like we could spend an hour talking about jerseys. We but, have. Like, we we've spent many hours, but but like how many times when we talk about jerseys, how many times have we gone back to the well the OG stuff, the, man? Have we have we gone back to the well of okay, if you're gonna do a third jersey, do it in a different color than your regular one. That's this. And do a different logo than your regular one. The stealth jersey dipped its toe in it a little bit, but 
that's what this is right here. Like obviously a different crest logo than has ever been done before. Different shoulder logos that have ever been done before. Like the sharks, assuming this is it or close to it, the sharks get an A plus for creativity. Yeah, I mean they understood the assignment. Right. But I just I don't know. I really I like the way the Rangers one came out a lot. Sure. And this seems to be kind of like I don't know that that this is a case of the sharks were kind of like let me copy your homework. And the Rangers were like, okay, but just enough. So, you know, <laughs> to borrow that meme, but so based on that, that's why I kind of like this, you know, these ideas better. Like you could have one, you know, kind of thin white stripe in the middle or just go full on teal. But I will say most people, they don't have a problem with the striping. Every mm -hmm. complaint that I've seen is they they all say that does that shoulder patch does not belong on a as a crest, so, which I don't know. I, I mean, mean, they did they did so a warm up series where they had that logo be albeit it was the original, you know, circle fin logo, mm -hmm. uh, but they had that as one of their warm up series, and I thought it looked really good. Yeah, I I agree, and I kind of think I don't know if you ask me like. Like if you're if, if you're gonna say like I don't know like at, at a certain point you're just counting at a certain point you're just counting grains of sand right like I I I think it's never been seen as a crest before so I don't know that you can comfortably say no it shouldn't be but also like this is what people want like people want creativity and things that are different and fun and all this kind of stuff and now you get it. And it's too different than what's going on, you know what I mean? So, well, and we don't know if the number font is going to be the same as their current Evolve, you know, sure. the, and seeing that's something that I would dig, like do a different font set, like go back to the original set. If you're going to use like some of the original stripes, like they, you know, went to with the Evolve, at least, you know, at least, it was clear that it was influenced by that. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it has the potential to be, you know, we, maybe we'll have to do a power ranking, but I think it has the potential to be a top three alternate jersey of all time. Well, and and here's here's an idea. This the, this may be considered revolutionary by some people, but let's throw mm -hmm. it out there anyway. What if we wait until we actually see it in person before we shit all over it? Well, dude, that's exactly like the evolve. Like every Sharks jersey that's ever come out, pretty much. That's been the marching orders. Like, do you remember? Um, well, when I loved the first reverse retro Sharks jersey. Me too. I, dude, I was literally just telling Ryan, I might be the only person on planet Earth who liked that jersey. Yeah, no, I, dude, I dug it. it. Yeah, if the, if the back numbers and letters weren't teal, that's a A plus. And, oh, see, and I liked that. I mean, it's it's obviously it's hard to read. Like, I think it would have been cool if they'd done a white outline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. But, like, you think about it, like, every single jersey that has come out ever for the Sharks, it feels like, people see mock-ups and they see leaks and they get all stressed out about it. And then it actually comes out and, you know, the <laughs> the villagers calm down, you know? Like, we saw, if you remember, uh, this would have been 2013, when they, when they switched from the Reebok Edge with the black shoulders to just the all-teal version. And... I remember thinking at the time that what, like, what are we doing here guys? And then you see them in action. Wow. Those are actually really crisp. 
And then the Evolve jerseys. I thought the Evolve jerseys and the whole uniform set sucked. So on some level, I still do. But seeing them in person, they've really grown on me a lot. It's the same thing with the Stealth jersey. It's the same thing with um, Reverse Retro uh, 2.0. Like, that one is choice for being a white jersey. Like, I love that one. Yeah. And so I, I feel like, to your point, mock-ups, leaks, like, the, yeah, you can get a vibe, but, like, you don't really know until you see it with full pads in game action, you know? Yeah. And, and Putt Guy coming in saying San Jose has unveiled 14 jerseys since 2007. So 14 jerseys over 14 years. That's fine. There, that's too much, man. <laughs> and, and, it, like, and I don't mean to be nitpicky, but to sit there and say next wave and then next wave Adidas, it's the same fucking design. No, I don't care that the collar is slightly I different. Will, I, 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 I will, I will. <laughs> bang your head on the wall until <laughs> until you get it. They are not the same. They're uh, similar. I will give you similar, but not the same. Uh, I'm not, uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's know. counting grains of sand. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, look, this is pretty predictable if you look at all the available merch since the Evolve release and everything. And, you, and they kind of, you know, they, I remember, I want to say it was Doug Bentz, but I, uh, it was somebody from the Sharks that I remember them being trying to be really cute and coy about the logo that they have at center ice. Like, you're going to see that featured on other things, you know, and blah, blah, blah. So it was like, like oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it was like pretty obvious that this, you know, logo was going to be on the next, you know, featured as the crest of this jersey. So, you know, I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we had to like contact SVU to figure this out. Uh, but anyway, there you go. Um, so Thornton. Oh yeah. So we would have talked about Joe Thornton, but we had to go dive into the uh, Jersey thing because it got leaked and ruined the announcement. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this, this was faded complete, right? I mean, it was pretty fucking obvious. I'm, I'm a little surprised that there was a season in between, right? But didn't Th Thornton still hadn't put his paper submitted his retirement papers until like what October? Right, all of last season he didn't play, but he was still a free agent technically. Yeah, and so now that it's fine, so but still, it's like even if he put that shit in October, I wonder if the Sharks were like, uh, look, we'd love to do something. Uh, certainly this season when we could use the uh, the goose. On, uh, you know, goose in the numbers, but no, we're going to, uh, this time we're going to sell extra merch and make some money that way. <laughs> yeah. You want to, you want to build the anticipation. Yeah. And, uh, oh dude. And I'm sure you're looking forward to a pin, perhaps don't, a patch. If you don't will. think of our, don't think I haven't already asked, <laughs> but the one thing that came out of the Thornton thing and, 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 uh, I do believe Ian was at the game when the Sioux really the Greyhounds released uh, or uh retired his number so uh, i you talk about pins i got a pin from that game it's really cool oh shit yeah but dude how's this for uh buttering your toast frying your egg from thornton's first game with san jose on december 2nd 2005 to his last on march 11 2020 so 15 year stretch there the sharks had the nhl's best record and points percentage Dude, let yeah. that sink in. So what you're saying is 
Joe Thornton, pretty good player. <laughs> Team with good player does good. More at 11. Oh, well, and not only that, and this is the guy that got ranked 101st in the NHL's 100 list, right? Oof. That's what they say. All right. So uh, moving on, after all that talk about Couture returning during the road trip, he didn't until last night. But uh, with just a week and a half to go, do you think it was worth? I'm not saying that they rushed him back by any stretch. And clearly, if Chief is ready to go, then go. But I don't know, you know, do do you think it was, uh, or or at the very least was Couture was like, if you, you, like, I'm going to start skating for the Barracuda, if you don't let me play a fucking game. Well, I think um, even even in a lost season, like as a pro athlete, you don't want to go too long without skating at game speed. You know what I mean? Like if you, you know, if it's a situation where he doesn't play all season, right? Then by the time he does get to suit up, it's going to be like 18 months between games and that can screw with you. And so I think, you know, uh, of course, as long as the health is there. But, you know, if he is healthy, I think it is important for him to play. Cool. And as soon as he's <laughs> ready, I think you got to get him back in there. Yeah, but, the th- you know, the thing that just makes me a little uh, nervous, agitated, frustrated with this whole thing is, is he comes back and immediately you get tacos. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> God damn, this is going to be the fucking thing that tilts it, isn't it? So how many? So I how many taco games did I need? Grand total was it eight? Seven. And, seven. And they're at and three at... right now, dude. You they All need to right. average. Here we go, dude. They need to average one out of every five. Dude, I'm just saying. Dude, you were ready. To, I had to talk you off the ledge a couple weeks ago on this. You're like, oh fuck, there's no way they're gonna hit this. And then all the couture comes back, and you're like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, <laughs> that's what I. That's like, that's like one of my shticks, though. If you if you follow me on Instagram, which nobody in this you're like comfortable does. the whole time. But yeah, but yeah, dude, like the Niners game last night, especially like, dude, that thing was front the entire second half. That thing was pins and needles. Like you said, <laughs> and, and you, you know, like, game over, totally knew never it. in doubt, never in doubt. <laughs> and so like, you know, again, like whatever it was two weeks ago when I was really bearish on uh four goal or uh, getting seven total home games with four or more goals. And then Couture comes back, does it? And it's like never in doubt, baby, <laughs> never in doubt. I'm just saying, dude, playing like, you know, I'm kind of horse-eyeing that Buffalo game. Actually, you know, I'm kind of horse-eyeing both of the games this week. You know, Rangers have been a bit fraudulent lately, and then, like, Buffalo, like, you, like Buffalo is, like, is always a roll of the dice, I feel like. Yeah, especially at home for some godforsaken reason. I don't know. The buzzsaw that I don't want to see right now is Edmonton. <laughs> well, good thing we don't see him for a while. Yeah. Ooh. Are we done with them? Or, or No, um, we're done with Vancouver, right? We have Edmonton. And I shouldn't say we. That's so bad. Uh-huh. The Sharks have Edmonton one more time. It's the penultimate game of the season. Whoa. 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 Hey, whoa. Do, whoa. Do, no, it's because that might be the most misused word I've ever heard. You think so? 
Oh, dude, I, I somebody else used it incorrectly the other day, and I'm like, it's that's not oh, what well, you hey, think well, it means. Wait, what, what do you mean, somebody else? I just used it correctly. Yeah. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. You understand what I was saying. I heard somebody else use the word, but they used it completely wrong. And I went, oh, it's not what you think it means. <laughs> anyway, uh, top of the hour. Hero. I know words. Zero. I have the best words. <laughs> Hero and zero, bro. Um, I mean, you can go with couture, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit are still nutritious, man. Getting me my tacos. Lone Couture, first game back from a evidently a really debilitating oh, injury. Oh, God, dude. Like, I got about five words into that story, and, I, dude, I just, like, crossed my legs, and I'm like, it's, oh, no, 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 no. Some, Especially admit, after what I just went through a month and a half ago. Admittedly, something I'd never heard of either. Me neither. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so obviously happy he's healthy, of course. Um, but it was definitely like, wait, that's a thing? Right. But, you know, he comes in first game of the season. He gets that assist. Uh, it felt like he played with some confidence, too. You know, he played the body he a little banging. bit. Yeah. yeah. And and I, you know, thought he played well. I thought, again, we know what the marching orders are for the Sharks this season. But to come in, kind of provide that shot in the arm where it's like, yeah, like our captain and one of our best players is back. You know, it's kind of like, you know, whatever your thoughts are about Logan Couture, like, players on the sharks like well it's obvious to me that they'll go through a wall for him and so seeing kind of that jolt to the lineup i think is really good for them i mean he's no joe pavelski but who <laughs> mine and i i alluded to it earlier dude the special teams man the, the power play went 0 for 6 and are 0 for 11 in the last five and the sharks gave up a power play in every game this week and then and like i said they're 0 for 6 over this past week so yeah special teams some like one of you guys fix it i don't care which one either keep them out or put them in but one of you guys pick a lane <laughs> uh zero time go ahead i i hate to do it i hate to massacre my boy like Say this, it. but oh how they massacred my boy <laughs> <laughs> but but alexander barabon oh i know i know i hate to do it but it just feels like this season coming back from the injury, like he's not been, he's not been it, you know, like he, as, as long as he's been on the sharks, he's been a value player, like constantly in the top of like points per dollar. Right. And this year is just not it. And obviously like the offense isn't coming, but also he just, there's, there seems to be like a lack of crispness to his game. And <laughs> so whether you're, whether you're on team, maximize the value and trade him or whether you're on team re-sign him and, and keep him as part of the the smoothie mix here like you got a lot of questions no matter what camp you're in no i want to maximize that value uh but like i'm hoping couture brought the cheat code for barabanov hope so so well you know we're gonna see how that plays out uh for me do, do we think he misses timo meyer who barbie no i meant who's timo meyer <laughs> Uh, probably not who knows you know as time has gone on i've cared less and less that timo is gone is that bad uh no 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 and in fact there was just a thing about that uh who was it you know it's like since timo has gone to new jersey it's like you know he had he switched numbers and everything they're all switch back (laughs) you suck (laughs) you know he's had injury issues he's like down onto the second power play unit now like he's just it has not worked out for him aside from his bank account 
So the you know fans are chasing him a little bit. Meanwhile, Zetterlin's just like putting up career highs left and right, and you're kind of like, yeah, I think this worked out all right. I was gonna say I, I'd be curious to know not so much not so much because of Timo Meyer, but just because of the personnel the Devils have. Like I do wonder if he finishes that contract in New Jersey, right? And you know, going back to what <laughs> you to said put about five on it and just be like, never in doubt. <laughs> <laughs> And and you know going back, going to what you said about the number thing like I'm I'm definitely a stickler I'm definitely a stickler when it comes to like numbers like you, got you know numbers? if I'm like if I you know if if I was a pro athlete which I'm not uh, if I was on a team and they didn't have my number and so I had to get a different number guess what as long as I'm on my team that number is my number like I'm not changing you know what I mean. Yeah, and, who who was it? There, I thought there was some player that was just kind of like, I don't give a fuck. You know, like wh- whenever they changed teams, it was like, this is the number they gave me. Um, I'm trying to think who that was, where it seemed like every time they played, they you know, and who? Well, there are some there are some players that kind of they <coughs> adopt the number that's assigned to them. You know, because 96 is Myers' number, but. For whatever reason, you know, after last season, he felt compelled. I guess he got attached to the 28 and so wanted to go with it. But I would have kept 96, dude. 96 is a cooler number. That's what I'm saying. Well, and um, I mean, geez, how many different numbers did Alex Koroyuk have? Oh, dude, ask Ryan. He's in the chat. Like, <laughs> like five? Uh, uh, if I could learn how to spell his name, I would tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you, I mean, Koroyuk, the, didn't Scott yeah, Hannon? Four? Okay, didn't Scott Hannon have like three different ones? Uh, Hannon had... Like 22, I, 27, and something else? One, Yeah, th- those two that you said were like legit numbers he wore, I believe the third number was kind of like, a, oh, hey, we just called you up and we don't know what you are number. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, no, four for Scott Hannon. So he wore six, then 43, which nobody fucking remembers that, and I then was... 22, which he was most famous for. Yeah. No, and then 43, 27. I do remember. I don't remember that shit. That's no. before my time. Yeah. 20, like, when I think of Scott Hannon, I think 22. Um, and then, obviously, 27. Like, it's so funny. Like, Scott Hannon that wore 22 and Scott Hannon that wore 27, two completely different players. And so, kind of depending on what context we're talking about him determines what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's funny how there's some guys that are just like, yeah, they're so anal retentive about having that number. And there's other guys like, yeah, whatever. I'm (laughs) just here to play, man. I'm somewhere in the middle because like, I like, you know, I, I, I'm again, not a pro athlete, but I do play hockey. And so, you know, I have my number that I like, if it's available, I'll take it obviously. And then I have a backup number. You know, but then if my the number I want and the backup number are not there, then it's like, what's available? Okay, this. And then from that point on, it's kind of like, okay, as long as I'm on my team, this is my number, even if my preferred number comes available. Yeah. Well, and then you see guys that there there's obviously something is derivative. It's I mean, like eight for Pavelski, and then he just doubles it up in Dallas. Well, so I'll tell you this. If you want to get into the numerology of it oh shit oh yeah i know words so my number (laughs) my number when i play hockey my number is 10 but 10 has been my number since i was a kid and so whatever you say (laughs) and so my my backup number should 10 not be available is 55 what's the significance of five and five yeah add them together that's 10 
Thank you. There you go. Numerology. <clears throat> yeah. Or so you see something like that, or you see guys that just invert it, you know? Oh, 28's not available. I'll take 82. I'll never forget. So you remember Steve Bernier? Uh, he uh, <laughs> Don't remind he... me. But who, who were like the three players the Sharks could have taken and didn't for Bernier? Right. Um, <laughs> but no, Steve Bernier, he, uh, he was 26 on the Sharks. And then when he got traded to Buffalo, he just flipped that two upside down. And it was 56. Yep. And so I'm, I'm always really into the numerology. That's yeah, fun. Uh, did I even do my zero? Uh, no, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you do yours? <laughs> yeah, I said Barabanov. Okay. Uh, mine's Duclair. Only because, of yeah. the, dude, you dragged ass on Monday. You got scratched the next game. And I'm just thinking to myself, how are you getting coaches scratched on this team? <laughs> with seven weeks until the deadline. Like, come on, bro. If anything, you should be hauling ass. Like, your get-up-and-go needs to be going hard over the next six, seven weeks as that day deadline approaches. You know you want to get out of San Jose. Like, come on, bro. Get her. Done. All right, so... Going to some NHL stuff. I mentioned it earlier, dude. What the hell is going on in the Pacific Division, the Western Conference, dude? The Western Conference, they got the most points, you know, team with the most points, the most wins. And I told you, you know, I don't, I don't get the pat on the back uh, from myself. I don't get the the what do you call it? The self congratulating hand job. Okay, that is a phrase I've never said. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, dude, like, it's not often that I get to rub one out over something that I nailed. And I and I didn't exactly nail it, you know. But didn't I tell you just like a few weeks ago, and I'm like, dude, Edmonton's going to push somebody out of that top three spot. Yeah, you did. You did speculate that. <laughs> I, I kind of was – I think it was more that I was hoping it would be Vegas, but right now it's L.A. But, see, that's the other thing I didn't foresee coming. What the fuck is going on with L.A., man? They People are banging down doors to get T-Mac out of there, and I don't think it's on him. Well, here's the thing, and we, we've talked about this um... – I mean, we talked about this uh, like going back a couple of years, back when we did our L.A. Vancouver wager, right, is how many times did we say, hey, L.A. is, you know, they're on the come up like they look really good. They got a lot of really interesting names there, but the defense is not where I want it to be if I'm a fan of that team. And the goaltending is a bit of a question mark. And think about what has uh, <laughs> think about what has transpired since then. Like the forwards that the LA's group of forwards is probably like the best group of forwards in the NHL or damn near close to it. But you look at their defense, like it, it is Drew Doughty, which is a good name. You know, Mikey Anderson, Matt Roy, like these are uh, Gavrikov. These are good quality defensemen, but y you're not really getting a lot beyond that. And you're also not really getting a lot from them either. Right. Mm -hmm. And specifically, uh, you know, Roy and Gavrikov, I think, you know, I don't think anybody would be upset if they played a little bit better. Um, <laughs> and then in goal, I mean, you know, with, obviously they had Jonathan quick forever. Right. But then it was, you know, then it's Phoenix Copley and then it's, uh, Jonas Corposalo and then it's Cam Talbot and then it's big save Dave. And it's like, they've played well enough, but, you know, they're they're crumbling when it matters most, you know, and well, dude, it, like Talbot's numbers over like the last month are horrific and Dave's are really good. And I'm like, why is Dave not starting more games? 
Well, and did you see? Um, did you see? I think it was Todd McClellan. He said Dave's going to be the starter for the foreseeable future. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Yeah, Talbot, yeah. you played yourself out of a job yet again. And 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 I and you know, race fan rocks making the point about getting Dubois. I I mean, it, it's kind of understood that you know, uh, L.A. kind of got bent over on that Dubois trade, just what they gave <laughs> up. Um, which Dubois is a good player, but to give up that many pieces for, um to a team that's trading from a position of disadvantage is just wild. But we, you know, <laughs> and we, it's too we, bad. It didn't work out for Winnipeg. How are they doing right now? No, it's working out like, <laughs> no, Winnipeg, that's what, I, that's my sarcasm. It's like, dude, like Winnipeg is killing it this year. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, like every, like you, you have a really good player that you have to trade away. Cause he doesn't want to be on your team. Every team is dying to pull the heist that Winnipeg pulled. Fuck and, but when it when they acquired Dubois, I think you and I talked about it. I talked about it with Ian. I talked about it with Puck Guy. Like we all talked about it. Like, why are the Kings like the Kings forward group is already really good? Why are you adding to it? Add a defenseman. Like you re-sign Gavrikov. Awesome move. But like get some guys in to compliment him. Get a freaking goalie that's not, you know, known for you know as Ian alluded to in the chat, not known for being Cinderella. Yeah. Right. Like the, the Kings were rumored to be looking at Thatcher Demko rumored to be looking at UC Soros. Like what, what happened? Like, like go back to that one, you know, dude. Well, and then how, how many times are you talking about, you know, can't wait for next shark season when Swayman's in the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, that's, that's my, that's my pipe dream. I think I'm just trying to manifest at this point. <laughs> uh, the other thing though, I wanted to ask if like, dude, I'm not saying that, we all like a good conspiracy theory here, but dude, are the, the the NHL can't possibly be coddling the Penguins, right, dude? Because I just I was running through their sketch, dude. They play two games over ten days, and if I remember correctly, those two games they're back to back. That is weird, but I wonder if they and play. Then they, they only play five games over twenty four days. They got a. Either they already made it up or they will make it up at some point. There's no way that they don't have a big slate of games. Dude, I'm telling you, man. It was just a weird fucking thing that when I was looking up some schedule stuff, I'm like, wait, is, can this possibly be right? But lo and behold. Uh, anyway, the uh, the big thing that came out, uh, dude, this scares the shit out of me. Streaming services looking to be dipping their toes in. Amazon has in, uh, invested in Diamond Sports, and that's I believe that they're kind of like the uh, hold rights holder or the you know the RSN for uh, some different markets, including Detroit. They currently air Tigers, Pistons, and Red Wings games, and as reported by the Associated Press, the 2024 Detroit Tigers season will be available on Amazon Prime but it probably won't be part of the standard prime package, but likely available as an add on feature that you have to pay extra for. This is how it starts, man. This hmm. is how it fucking starts with, with the nickel and diming man. And, and it would, I'd be shocked if they don't how to, if, if they're, if they don't try to come up with some way to geofence this, you know, like if, uh, the way you're logging in is, I mean, dude, VPNs are going to go through the fucking roof in, in the greater Michigan area to get, <laughs> to, you know, to get around this shit. But 
I mean, or or it's great news if you're a Detroit fan that's not in that area and wants to watch, you know, Tigers games. But I'm telling you, this is how it starts. And evidently, the current TV contracts is two more years with Canada, and I'm assuming TSN four more years with with the U.S. Well, no, the Canada deals with Rogers Sportsnet. Oh, okay, there you go. But I I've heard and and we'll see what happens. But I've heard that you know, when the bidding process comes up that Rogers might not bid to retain the national rights, which in which case TSN would probably fight to get them back because they had them before Sportsnet did. Yeah. Well, either way though, if the streamers are going to start, I mean, we all saw everybody lose their shit when Amazon had a playoff game. What was it? It was Miami and Buffalo. I want to say this year. Yeah, like just a no, couple, it was, like two it was, weeks it was ago. Pe- it was Peacock that had it. It was Miami and KC. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry, but Peacock. Yeah, well, see, and that's the whole thing. There's two, all these goddamn. I love a choice, but it's to the point now. I'm like, what? Where the fuck am I supposed to watch this now? Okay, but let me ask you this. <laughs> so, everybody was peeing in their pants about Dolphins Chiefs being on Peacock. But did you know that was the most streamed event like NFL ever? game of all time? Yeah. Yeah. So and that's the whole thing. Like, I, you know, goddamn, I'm not. You know, this this pisses me off. Well, did you pay to watch it? Yeah. Then shut up. Well, I think because what <laughs> I think what people re- what people realize is that a lot of cable packages will give you Peacock if you have the cable package. Mm. Like, and you know, like I know, like you can get discounted Peacock if you have Comcast. I believe you can get free Peacock if you have Directv. I want to say so. And not only that, but like Peacock, like for for how cheap Peacock is, like you actually get pretty quality stuff on there. Like it might be the best value streaming service out there, right? And I see, and that's the other thing, though. I have to. I know we have Peacock in addition to like the other five services. I know there's something on there that I watch. I just can't remember what the hell it is because, again, for some reason, it's. Um, you know, like growing up or whatever, like if you said a popular show, I would, I, I just, it like, for whatever reason, the network automatically associated it, you know, in my head, it was like friends, cheers, what a Seinfeld, NBC, NBC. Sure. Roseanne home improvement. Okay. That's ABC <laughs> CBS. Uh, that's for old people. <laughs> <laughs> At least back, back then it was, but it was, um, like I totally now, with the exception of like Letterkenny, uh, mm-hmm. and Shorzy, which I know is Hulu, uh, I oh speaking of which, lo- looking forward to trying this this ba- this bad boy later, little Gus and Brew, but um, the uh, I I haven't gotten to that point where I associate certain shows with certain streaming platforms. Okay, well, okay, which I understand. Uh, I have all the streaming platforms, so I'm a little bit different than you uh, in that respect. But <laughs> we are but let me okay. Same. But let me but let me let me tell you this. Yeah, what's so it say I it. have <laughs> I have Netflix. I have Netflix. Yep. Um, Netflix, Hulu, yep. Disney Plus. Oh, okay, I don't I don't have Disney Plus. Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Prime Video, Peacock, and Paramount Plus. I have all. I of don't those. Ha- I don't have Paramount, but I have the other two that you listed. But I also. Oh, but I also have Max. Right. So I have all of the, those services that I listed. Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Peacock, Paramount+, Plus, Prime Video. I have those six services. 
And all told, if you break it down on a monthly basis, it costs me between between 60 and $70 a month for all of those. I would rather pay that and get this massive content library across all these streaming services than pay $100, $120, $150 for Cox Cable, which is here. Like, I would make that decision 10 times out of 10. No, I feel you on that. It's just... For the longest time when I had DirecTV, if you cracked open the bill, it would there'd be like a little $7.99 charge on there that would say regional sports access or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that meant, you know, the CS or the NBC sports or the CSNs or whatever, where it was those are the two channels that I get so I can watch the A's, the Warriors, the Sharks, and the Giants. Fine, sure. you know, an extra eight bucks on that. I'm just, you know, I feel like we're going to get to a point where it's, you know, oh, you want to watch the Sharks? Well, that's, you know, an extra five bucks a month that's that's going to go through Prime. Oh, you want to watch the Giants? That's an extra seven bucks a month that's going to go through Peacock. And it's, you know, again, my whole thing is like, this is the way it fucking starts. The other thing, though, I guess, is that it probably will be Peacock because that's NBC affiliated. And mm-hmm. right now, NBCS Bay Area, NBCS California. But the other thing that was even more concerning to me that came out, it says the NFL may buy a stake in ESPN. Makes you wonder about other sports, you know, leagues buying in a, a stake into the the television aspect of it. But the big thing is, is that the death of their sports journalism? Because if the NFL has a stake in ESPN, what's to say that, okay, we understand that, um, you know, uh, what's the guy that, uh, what's the, I, I forget the Kelsey brothers' names, but what's the one that's dating Taylor? Travis. Okay. And it's like, um, you know, so ESPN, one of their journalists or whatever comes across some, you know, comes across something. Um, yeah, I have evidence that, uh, Travis is, you know, cheating on Taylor with like hooker. We have like pictures of him doing hookers and blow and (laughs) the NFL are going to go, eh, maybe don't talk about it. I don't know. I, I just be, you know, the NFL potentially buying a stake in ESPN. I just, I don't know that that makes sense because they have contracts with uh, with Fox, with Paramount, which is CBS, and with Comcast, which is NBC, uh, and Amazon. Like they have television contracts with all these these networks. So it's like I feel like you know if they were to get into business with one specifically, I think the others might be like, you know, hey, like what the hell are you guys doing? Uh huh. I mean, as it is, like. And you know this, uh, the Super Bowl rotation was CBS, Fox, NBC for a million years, right? Well, and wasn't ABC in there too? Well, no. So here's the thing. So it was CBS, CBS, Fox, NBC, uh, ABC, which is ESPN. Yeah, it's all Disney. Purchased, purchased their way into the rotation. And a couple, <laughs> puff, puff, couple give. years, puff, puff, couple, give. couple years ago, they purchased their way into the rotation and. By all indications, people at Fox, CBS, and NBC were triggered about that. Wham. So I, I can't see it being prudent for the NFL to get in bed with one network over the others. Oh, my God. 
<sighs> Chris coming in, ESPN signing McAfee was, was there. How do you do, fellow kids moment? <laughs> Dude, totally. Oh, my God. And then earlier this week, Sports Illustrated fired everybody. I don't know, dude. Journalism is just we're we're becoming you know North Korea at this point, where it's just everything. Okay, is, that's extreme. Well, you know what I mean. It's it's no, I literally have no idea what you mean. It's the it's the idea of just fucking state media, bro. I there's no way I agree with that whatsoever. You don't think that if the NFL has a stake in ESPN, they're not going to put their hand on the uh, the scale? If, dude, if, the if, the NFL, the NFL, dude, we see this with the Sharks, like they already have, you know, these network, these teams in these leagues, they already have a stake with, um, you know, not financially, but you know, sort of a, uh, a di- a different kind of stake in all these networks, and 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 everything is fine, dude. Chris mentioned Pat McAfee, dude. What was it? Two weeks ago, you know. <laughs> Two weeks ago, Pat McAfee is saying on air, yeah, so-and-so from ESPN really jam-jobbed us. Like, called out an ESPN employee on ESPN. He's not off the air because people know, hey, that's the shit that people want to hear, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's no let's, shot. Let, let's see what happens over the next five years. Let's see where this goes. Put a pin in it for right and now. Even if, and, and even if it does, even if, even if your thought does come to fruition, guess who that's going to give ammo to? People like us. Well, and see, that's the other thing is, uh, and Chris mentioning it as well. It's like, oh, we were so ahead of our time, uh, because dude, the game and KMBR, dude, they've they've axed their shows that came on in the evening. Anything after six p.m., it's all, um, oh god, what do they call it again? Paid programming? No, not paid programming. Um, it's where they, uh, you know, they play something from like New York or whatever simulcast there you go yeah it's a simulcast to something else but yeah it says the the game and KMBR are streaming and and they're streaming on youtube now where you see the guys in the studio and like i I just i just find like all of the the all of the false flags and all of the screaming and yelling about how you know progress and evolution is hurting people like i think it's all just bullshit like if, if society didn't like like, okay, so, you know, print journalism is dying, network cable is dying, and we have to go to streaming and online journalism. Like, big fucking deal. Like, society's been evolving for 10,000 years. Like, you think, like, we're not, you know, we're not where we are right now because we've done the same thing over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so syndication, like when, like, by the way. Ian had it syndicated. Right. So, like, when, when people on the internet, you know, people on the internet say, oh, my God, uh, I used to get the newspaper uh, in print and now it's just an email uh pdf it's like who fucking cares like you you're getting it quit you're bitching mm, yeah but see i don't that's to me is comparing apples and airplanes only in the regard of the fact that you're you're still getting your news or whatever but it's the fact that everything is so instant now you know it's like we we came up in a world that uh dude when you ordered something it was allow six to eight weeks for delivery. Yeah, but what's and wrong? Now, with, what's wrong with progress and evolution? I'm not saying anything is wrong with progress and evolution, but I don't want to be nickled and dimed over it. Sure, which is fair. That's fair. You know, it's the whole thing. It's like, well, when I, you know, when I paid this fee, I got A, B, C, you know, E, F, D, whatever, and now I pay that same money. I'm only getting A and B. 
and now you're going to charge me for all these, you know, nobody likes getting charged suddenly for shit that they were getting free forever. Speaking of charging, <laughs> meet you in the chat. Random question. I want to buy my first Niners jersey. There's nothing good on Fanatics. Where do I go? Well, so I go ahead. And, go ahead. I'll be right back. Well, and, and so obviously everybody's situation is going to be different because not everybody lives in the same city. But I came to the same kind of determination that you did, Mitya, a, a, a product of uh, not... <laughs> not uh liking what was online but also not wanting to give fanatics my money and you know and and again like anybody who's a niners fan knows how fucking stupid this is but like you go on fanatics.com at least you did at one point and you pull up a christian mccaffrey jersey and it says you know um you know whatever it says you know a few left soon sold out and (laughs) it's like it's like give me a break like tell me the like you're you're just not gonna have jerseys of the best player on the team. Like <laughs> come on. So uh, a product of not liking the selection and not wanting to buy it through Fanatics, uh, I went to like I you know total old fashioned. Like there's a there's a, a sports memorabilia store uh, at the Vegas Outlet Mall that sells all that shit. I I went down there. I, I I put my eyes on everything to verify that I was getting a a good a good item at a good price and all that kind of stuff. I don't want no fake bullshit. And they had the, um, you know, the jerseys. I guess the NFL has three tiers. They got the replica. They got the retail authentic. Do we really need three tier? Right. And so, and so, you know, I got, I'm like, I'm like the highest tier that's available to purchase. That's the authentic, quote unquote. I'm like, all right, that's the one I'm going to get. And and the the salesperson was like, oh, yeah, yeah McCaffrey. I don't know. You you, you definitely want to get that. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if we're going to get many more of those. And I'm like thinking, yeah, okay, guy, chill. Um, like, come on. <laughs> that That's like that, that's like saying, like, like again, to your point earlier, that's like saying, oh, I, I don't know if we're going to have any more Patrick Marlowe jerseys. It's like, really? You don't know? Like, <laughs> well, and the thing that sucks. My, hold on. My roundabout point is that if you're looking for a football jersey, you can find quality items that you're looking for at your kind of, you know, whatever you want to call it, sports memorabilia, sports, sports merchandise store. You know, like I, I, I forget the name of the place that I went, but it was very much like a, if you remember sports fever, like yep. it's very, very, yeah, very much akin to that. Yeah. I liked uh, sports fever. See, the thing is that the, unfortunately, you know, you kids will never know. <laughs> before Santana Row existed, yep. that was a um, town and country shopping area. And in there was a place called the 49er Fan Club. Mm-hmm. And this place just had the entire ceiling was just jerseys hanging. And none of the, there back then, there, you know, I guess this was before the retail explosion. There was no such thing as replicas. Right. You know, it was all legit shit. They had, you know, and they had everything, dude. You're like, you know, do you, do you happen to have a an 8 by 10 of like YA Tittle in that game against Green Bay? And they're like, oh, yeah, right here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude, it, just insane amount of choice. And unfortunately, they uh, they went out of biz. But. Uh, you to, uh, to answer your question. And I did notice that you said you're in the Bay area. If you're looking for something that is a uh, 49ers in something of quality, 
I'm just saying I have one of these left. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you're showing that off. I want to ask you. Really? I want to ask you. A, I want to ask you. A, I want to ask you a question. And, and it hasn't been personalized yet. So I want to ask you, you can, this. You can go Bosa. You can go LeBanc. I don't know who would do that. But <laughs> so let me let me ask you this. Say it. So I notice you have the Niners 75th anniversary patch on that jersey. Yeah, to to cover uh, the Adidas one because it just looks looks cooler with it. Do question one? Do you have any more of those? And question two? <laughs> question two: If the answer is no, where can a brother get one? <laughs> uh, no. Um, and uh, dude, I found them on eBay. Fair enough. I F- found a legit dude. Because uh, I, I mean, I would ideally, I would love a pin of that logo, but I mean, I would take a patch. Yeah. Well, I'll see what I can come up with. But anyway, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So uh, the death of sports journalism and all of this stuff. It's weird to see like guys like Damon Bruce who were on the game and on KNBR doing their thing, and now they're on YouTube. And I hate to say it, you know, it's uh, say it. I used to uh, <laughs> listen to Damon somewhat uh, religiously on uh, when he was on 1050. Uh, when the game, when he switched to the game, uh, I, for whatever reason, towards the end, I don't know. I I felt like those, I don't know, a lot of a lot of warriors talk that I didn't give a shit about. But I like what he's doing now on um, on his podcast. We're probably gonna have him on at some point. The thing is, is that he's just not a big sharks guy, so we're gonna have to, um, I don't know, do something about that. What's uh, what's Felix saying here in the chat? Thing about the whole nickel and diming thing, I've watched a fair amount of CNBC because parents watch. I don't see that method of profit going away anytime soon. No, of course not. That's 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 where we live. That's that's the click clickbait world. You know, this. How many times have you seen, uh, you know, a tweet or a headline? Which, like, perfect example is yesterday. How many? How many? Uh, you, you probably could have. Counted up the amount of tweets or headlines that said sharks get back to players or whatever. They could have mm-hmm. easily just said, you know, Couture and Sturm back with sharks. Right. But no, they got, you know, they they have and it's the shit that like radio used to do. You know, it's oh the, the there's one receiver that could really make a difference in the game next week. We'll tell you when we get back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> The what, Warriors have a Kevin Durant-sized hole, and only one player can fill it. Exactly. <laughs> so, Is it Kevin Durant? <laughs> yeah, it's that type of shit. So that's again, that's Which, the. I don't mean to be like the old guy screaming at clouds meme, but fuck, dude. Like, well, I, and I want the technology to like make us make our lives easier, make us better. And instead, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Can we just go back to like 2007? Well, let me ask you this question. Cause, <laughs> Before cause, the iPhone came out? Because <laughs> this is how I feel. I'm curious to know if you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I, I understand like <laughs> – Oh, we need to do OnlyFans now? <laughs> I like I understand uh, building anticipation and teasing things. Like I understand that, and I and I support that. Oh, see, but at the same I hate time, it. Oh, I hate it too, but I understand it. And but are are you not like me where it's like whenever you see that kind of shit, it's just like, fuck, I do not want to wait around to find out. I'll just look it up later. Oh, dude, totally that. Like, uh, I, I will never forget. 
uh, well, I've actually forgotten part of it, but the, <laughs> there was, I remember I was listening to KNBR for, they were talking, you know, there was something with the Giants or something with the Niners or something I cared about in the moment. And they, you know, they did one of those things where it was, uh, you know, such and you know, who's going to be the difference in this Giants game, the something with the start. I can't, again, I wish I could remember what the stupid question was. But it was, you know, we'll get into that when we return, you know, or after these, you know, words from our sponsor, or what, you know, and I'm going, do you understand that I have a device with me that I can fucking, you know, literally like whatever that question was, I like took my phone and went, Hey Google, who's the starting uh, pitcher for the giants next Saturday. And it's like, Oh, it's so-and-so blah, blah. Oh, okay. Thanks. So now it's like, I don't have to listen to your bullshit. Right. You know, it's like just there's I understand the tickle your ass with a feather kind of a thing, but there's a way that you can do it instead of saying, you know, there's the there's one pitcher that can make all the difference next week and blah, blah, blah. We're good. We'll get into that next. Just say, you know, <clears throat> Madison Bumgarner will be the difference in the series against L.A. this week. And when we come back, we'll get into why. Yeah. You know, that's the way you could do it. But anyway, yes, I'm allowed to have beers. Not a lot, but I'm allowed. Oh man, uh, did Patrick Wall win? Uh, yeah, yeah. Overtime so, uh, shootout in over in overtime. Bo Horvat. So hey now, this this means two things. Number one, this means the new coach bump is now four and one this season. Do I get and credit for an AJ bump since the Sharks won at home for like the first time in forever, and I was there? Uh, I think that can be arranged. Mm. Let's um, see if it comes through this Saturday. I'm going Saturday too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you know the the new coach bump is now four and one, uh, and also me believing in the new coach bump uh, <laughs> won me some money. Uh, so that's always nice. And uh, those listening who know how much I love Bo Horvat, he's the one who got the OT winner. So it's like a real just awesome cocktail for tonight. Um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, <laughs> Chris, I didn't even notice this. Teal Town would be 10 times bigger if only we'd done clickbait. <laughs> we put it all out there for free. God damn it. Yeah. And remember, early on, at one point, we discussed uh, the idea of doing Patreon. And we're like, what kind of assholes are we? <laughs> Technology After Dark is brought to you by Audible. <laughs> oh, dude, that oh, oh, that sucked. I hated that. Um, anyway, dude, uh, if your team is on a 13-game heater, do you really need to sign Corey Perry? Yes, absolutely. Um, because Show we, your work. Well, because we talked about it last week. <laughs> dude, I think I even mentioned Corey Perry last week, but... <laughs> We we talked about it where, yes, the Oilers are buzzing, but it's the same thing as always where, you know, the top guys are carrying most of the load and, and admittedly they are getting more depth contributions this year, but there's always room to grow, especially for Edmonton's depth. And you bring in somebody who, despite everything, has played, you know, <laughs> can play, can still play at an NHL level, can contribute, you know, been there before, all that kind of stuff. And Coming, you know, out, I, coming I think, out of the All-Star break, who's getting more time on ice, Kane or Perry? I mean, it should – I mean, like, Evander – I mean, it will be Evander Kane. Like, that's not a question. But, we'll see. But, but uh, like, I, I, I see no downsides to Corey Perry signing with the Oilers because, at worst, 
he's going to do exactly what the rest of Edmonton's depth is already doing. But mm. on the other side of it, you know, you provide some depth scoring. I, I, I hate the, oh, he's been there before, but like somebody who's won a cup and gone through like a playoff grind, like that's valuable. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anybody on the Edmonton Oilers that can say that. <laughs> right, yeah. Corey, Corey, you know, whatever your thoughts are on Corey Perry, he's been to four Stanley Cup finals. And, you know, so I, I just, th- I think it's going to be really good for them. And, and, and you know, I, I think it's smart by them because, you know, instead of overpaying with, uh, draft picks for a guy at the trade deadline, they get a guy now who they can integrate into their system and it only costs them money, you know? Yeah. Next to nothing. All right. So let's get to our tweet of the week as we continue on here. Um, I don't understand why the sharks, uh, decided to talk to this guy, but whatever the sharks on Twitter goes, we're heading to a shootout. Let's go sharks. And then nine rounds later, sad face. And then somebody Yotes legend, Jacob Chikrin, is the account says you motherfuckers really just cost me $750 win after being up in the shootout. You have got to be fucking kidding me. And for whatever reason, the sharks responded to this cat and just put mm, bummer. See, so a couple of things. Number one, <laughs> is that, is that, that might be Ryan's burner account. Uh, number, <laughs> number two, uh, the absolute right comment to make from the sharks because, like, what, what do you care? You know what I mean? Well, like, but I just just that the sharks would respond like had me floored. I don't know the I'm the like, sharks Twitter the sharks Twitter account has gotten kind of lippy this year, like in in the best of ways. Like is it is the I'm assuming that the person that was uh, the primary admin uh, is gone from a few years ago, right? Uh based. Based on the vibe of these tweets, I think you could safely uh, infer that. Assume, infer that, but you know who knows? That might be a new <laughs> protocol on social media. I have no idea, but um, yeah, I mean the thing is, like, like if you're gonna like, don't get me wrong, dude. Like, I've got I've gotten pissed off at losing bets, just as everybody has, but like to let it weigh on you that much, like just <laughs> fucking get over yourself. Like I lost a shitload of bets today and I'm fine, you know? Like, <laughs> you don't feel the need to fucking hit people up on social media and motherfuckers and okay. Yeah, I'm not like yeah, I'm not gonna be like 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 somebody to you know, somebody was mouthing off about Stefan Diggs, you know, who plays for the Bills and he threw out a tweet a few weeks ago. He was like, gotta be honest, I don't care when you lose your parlay. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, that's the way it should be. You know, like who gives a shit? Okay. Okay. So based on what Putt guy is saying, it is no longer Anne at the wheel. Okay. That, which totally tracks. Uh, and then evidently there is, there is somebody behind the CUDA admin that does not have a fan in here. <laughs> and that's fine. Uh, not everything is for everybody. It's good. But speaking of the Barracuda. Uh, when is something going to change with this goddamn team? All right, the Cuda dropped a pair in Charlotte, a 5-4 overtime loss in which McAniemi was pulled after the first two minutes and 15 seconds. <sighs> then a 4-1 loss in the following game. The Cuda then dropped a pair in Colorado, uh, including a loss earlier today to the Eagles. The Sharks minor league affiliate is currently on a nine-game skid. They're dead last in their division. The only silver lining, I guess you could say, is Tristan Robbins did score his first, second, and third goals on the season in three straight games. 
The Barracuda play three this week, all at home, facing the Condors on Wednesday and a pair against the Wranglers on Friday and Saturday. Remember that Friday night game will be televised on NBCS California. If memory serves, I believe that is the last Barracuda game that will get television this go-around for the season. Uh, But Saturday night is pink in the rink, so dress appropriately, people. And remember to follow Teal Town USA along with uh, Ian Reed, Sharks Jewels, Kevin Lacey, Mark E. Mark on the Tweety for the live tweets and gifts and analysis of the CUDA stuff. But good Lord, how can this continue? And no changes. Like, I'm surprised there aren't a couple of hardcore fans. Is it... Tell me if I'm wrong. Is it just like AHL fans are just more like too forgiving or they just don't re- like they're just so happy to be there. Like they just don't give a shit. How are there people not holding signs at CUDA games saying love you, J-Mac, but you got to go? I don't know. I think. I don't know. I, I, I kind of think the and I'm not really an authority to speak on this. Um, <laughs> Lazy, get in here. <laughs> well, re- I mean, really, like, you know, like, um, Ian, Kevin, and Jules, they did a show on Wednesday where they kind of dove into all of that head first, and it it actually has done really well. So if you Oh good. Well go go check that, that out. People. Go check that out. Um I don't know. I kind of just think it's I, I I don't know. I don't want to speculate and be wrong, but it kind of just feels like if if I were assigning my viewpoint to everybody else, it's kind of like you you just want to be excited and so and you kind of want the prospects to develop the right way, um, but um, I just I do wonder though if if his time is gonna run out. I mean at least it should, right? Yeah. All right, so uh, it's prize time. I can't believe this two consecutive weeks where we have to hand out multiples. Are you kidding? Like, I totally thought there's no way in hell that somebody's going to come along and or we're going to have two people get it. And you're like, motherfucker, where you had to get the game, the period, the shots on gold, best without going over. And Tyga, you were this close. Oh, you were so close. Yeah, you, you had the game, you had the period. You just went one too many on the shots, bro. Oh, so close. And, dude, you and I way off. <laughs> <laughs> when, we tried, when we tried to do that answer, she'll like, oh, we gave you the answer last time. No, no, no. Dude, we were so – well, I was way yeah, more had, off than you. but We had the right game. That's true. That is true. But, yeah, Tyga, you Aussie cunt. <laughs> I'm telling you, I cannot believe that, dude. You were the closest, but you went over. And so, who are the winners this week? I can't believe we have two. So, the winners. So, for those who don't know, it was Buffalo, third period, 16 shots on goal. That was the period this week with the most shots allowed. So, nobody – so, the one person that said Buffalo, third period, which, as AJ mentioned, was Tiger, went over. (laughs) So, the – from there, again, it's a whole process. From there, we look at all the people that said the Buffalo game. Mm-hmm. And then we look at, uh, from there, we look at the shots, closest without going over. And the winners... <laughs> <laughs> um, Unbelievable. ...is Chris... 
Who? And Chris Placos, Placos, I apologize, and Kai Fern. Both of them said Buffalo, second period, 16 shots on goal, which 16 was the number. Buffalo was the game, just had the period wrong. So they were the closest. Both of them are the winners. Uh, shipping addresses have been requested. One of them I already have. The other I'm waiting on. Are they local? Or is um, the one person you got, is it local? Or are they uh, in another state, different area of California? The one person I have, let me pull it up. The one address that I have thus far. I'm just morbidly curious. Uh, so one of them is in, I'm not going to say where, but one of them is in California. Okay. And the other is in also California. Okay. So they are local. I'd say, cause every once in a while, you know, it's fun that, uh, what was it there? Like, I remember sending out two prize packs, like over the last week or so. And one went to like central California, but the other one went to like somewhere in Michigan or something. And I'm like, Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> so, you know, I always get to, uh, get a kick out of that. So, and these are again, Two new winners. We, uh, you know, Tyga, <laughs> love you, pal, but oh man. Um, but are we are we going to give Tiger a um, uh, an extra raffle ticket though for coming so close? Uh, no, he does not get a raffle ticket for coming close, but he does get a raffle ticket. Um, I don't remember what week it was, but there was that week where he won and then deferred. Yes. Oh, of course. All so right. He gets it for that. So, uh, how do you want to do this? Uh, you know, we got to do something with um, with Couture and Sturm coming back. So, my options to you, unless you have a better one, uh, time Couture on shots on goal. Couture shots on goal. Maybe. Oh, see, I, I. We could do ice time. I was gonna say, I really feel like shots on goal opens it up to like more multiple winners. It's going to be like, you know, I don't know how many people that are like, uh, yeah, mm, 11 sounds right. You know, over three and then, and then motherfucker is going to put up 12 and we're going to have like eight people that said could you know, 11. And I'm going to be like, God damn it. I can't send out 11 packs. So, all right. <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> Couture time on ice this week. So, the Sharks play three games this week, last I looked, at Los Angeles tomorrow, uh, then hosting the Rangers, and then, dude, another weird scheduling quirk, like last week, game Monday, Tuesday, then Saturday, and then this week, Monday, Tuesday, then Saturday. I can't remember the last time I saw, you know, two uh, consecutive weeks, and the boys had three straight days off. Right. Perhaps, I don't know. Practice special teams. Think about it. Consider it. But three games, as I said, at L.A., then hosting the Rags and looking for redemption against the Sabres. What will Couture's time on ice be? Uh, do we know what it was last night? And while you find that, perhaps next week, maybe we'll do Sturm's face-off winning percentage. I don't know. But either way, the way to enter is you email, don't put it in the goddamn chat right now because those won't count. Email hockeyjerk10, that's all one word, hockeyjerk10 at gmail.com with your answers. This is cumulative time on ice for Logan Couture over the three games that they are playing this week. Your answers must be submitted before the puck drops in Los Angeles tomorrow 
or shall we say January 22nd, 2024, as long as it's submitted by then, you're in. Remember, if you are if you win and you're outside the continental contiguous, if you want, U.S. 48 states, you want the pack, you have to cover the freight on that. I like to give away stuff, but I'm not shilling out money. What did Couture do yesterday versus Anaheim, good sir? He had 15 minutes and 49 seconds of ice time. So a little sheltered. Little bit, which I think makes sense considering uh, obviously coming back from an injury that's kept him out all year. But the thing to keep in mind as well is um, there was a lot of um, special team moments in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of see some things kind of get goofy that way. Um, so I think as the games go on, his time will go up. I would imagine the time would go up a little bit, uh, but again, it, like you just mentioned, uh, Couture is a special teamer both ways. Yep. So take that into account when offering your answer. And of course, I have to ask you right now, how many submissions do you have? Let's see. It's at least two, right? Right now, we have zero. Oh, I'm. I'm shocked. Well, you know what? Let's take a look at that number before we end. Uh, on the bets, like we said earlier, uh, you're 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 feeling a little little more froggy about the uh, taco games. I mean, I'm still optimistic, but it, well, the, that is not a word I would use to describe you about two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, the fact that at this point in the season it's only three is a bit concerning. Mm-hmm. But like I said, twenty to go. Yeah, one out of every five. 20%, not to, but you know, the, the there have been times when the law of averages had their shit pushed in. Just saying. Coming up this week, uh, it's, again, the Sharks going down to L.A., who, like we said, dude, just going through it right now. Um, since pumping the Sharks 5-1 just after Christmas, the Kings have gone 1-6-4, and four. And then whatever they did, did they beat the Rangers the other day? I can't imagine they would have. So I'm going to guess that they're 1-7-4 right now. Uh, I just don't understand what has happened to their scoring and tending, but um, it is what it is. On the 25th of November, Edmonton was 16 points behind L.A. On the 30th of December, Edmonton was 10 points behind and following Thursday night's games, they are, were one point ahead. <laughs> this is totally Woodcroft's fault in Edmonton, by the way. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. This uh, this shit keeps up. They're going to take the Pacific Division by Valentine's Day in the league by like leap day. Woof. But do we? Uh, did they? <clears throat> did did the Kings beat the Rangers or no? Um. I can't imagine. They did two to one. Holy shit! All right, two six and four. Wow. It was a sque- It was a squeaker. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the only way they're going to get through it. Uh, the next night, the Sharks host the Rangers, who, despite being the top team in the Metro, have lost four of their last five road games and quite the pedestrian four five and one over their last ten, and their penalty kill at twenty eighth during that stretch. So obviously, not much better than San Jose. And then finally, the Sharks will host the Sabres next Saturday. Remember, this is a rare matinee game again. So the Sharks will have the chance to avenge being shut out in Buffalo last Monday. It is kind of funny if you think about it. They play Buffalo twice this season. 
One game starts at 1 p.m. The other one started at 9 a.m. locally. Interesting. Don't see that very often. It is Pride Day, remember, next Saturday. So, again, dress appropriately if you're going to the to the game. And so, uh, any last words from you, good sir, before we get the hell on out of here? Go Niners. <laughs> Dude, you right. Well, remember, it's... Um, it's already in the script, right? Ravens, Niners? Yeah, that's many people are saying. Did so. you get to the page where they had the final score written down or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not I'm not at that part of the book yet. Um Isn't the Super Bowl like taking place in your backyard this year? Yeah. Oh, uh, how's that been working out? I mean, I'm sure it's no fucking Formula 1 debacle, but how's it you know, how's it running? I mean, they've already they've already started setting up the television panel uh at the Bellagio Fountains. Um, I heard they did some interesting shit out front to uh, Treasure Island. Yeah, they they got their they decommissioned the volcano to do kind of a different football centric uh, setup. I am mm. curious. I'm curious to know what it's going to look like if the Niners do go to the Super Bowl. I kind of want to dip my toe into some of the fan access stuff, but at the same time, I'm kind of leaning towards just staying as far away from the strip as possible. <laughs> Which I mean, that's you're like I'm just here for this one pin, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, on Twitter, you can follow him at hockey underscore jerk. You can follow me at aj underscore strong. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave your take in the comments section of this video if you were not able to join us live. And if you were not able to join us live, what the hell, man? We're here. There was no football on. It was all over. But you can help keep us commercial-free by using that Super Chat option, as Mitcha did earlier today. Or better yet, use Venmo. Find us at Teal Town USA. And remember, if you're listening on Apple, a rating, a bitchin' rating, cool review would be awesome. We haven't had an Apple review in a while. So it's like, hey, let's let's pump those numbers up, little kids. Uh, you can find links to our social media and more included in the show notes and find everything on tealtownusa.com. Remember to check out After Dark following every single Sharks game. So that means tomorrow following Sharks at LA, we got After Dark rolling. So we thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday night. And um, I guess, mm, what? what? What can we say? I think now here it is, your moment of zen. 